Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. We're going to go straight to the scriptures. We're going to read from Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. And we're going to look at this conflict that there is between the flesh within us and the spirit and how we are to overcome that. So let's read from Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. And it says, Live by the spirit. I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the spirit. And what the spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to prevent you from doing what you want. Again, live by the spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the spirit. And what the spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to prevent you from doing what you want. There's a battle that's going on within all of us. And that is between the flesh, what we desire, and the spirit of God, which dwells within us, the Holy Spirit, that, that, that's wanting to take us in the direction of the kingdom of God. And this conflict that takes place is something that we need to overcome. Now, yesterday, I want to thank everybody for your comments and messages from people and emails. Uh, for what we talked about yesterday, as I've been sharing of late, I have been wrestling with the question of what's the next steps for the ministry? And I've been talking about that. Often that gets done behind the scenes, but because of the daily devotionals, I made a decision to talk about some of the things that we were going through and, and on in my life. And certainly one of the questions we've been debating is that. I was very blessed to meet a man who, uh, who has been watching the program and found and connected to me through television, someone I'd had a couple of conversations with, but had never met. And he was well, he, he and I met together. We talked for a long period of time and he was very wise and was able to give me some great wisdom. He was like a brother to me and, and he will remain like a brother to me. And he was able to give me some great wisdom about stepping forward and uh, in, in where we're going. And uh, the longer we talked, the more I kept hearing the Lord saying, it's time to move and to go out even further than where you are. I said to the Lord, Lord, if you want me to go out even further, I'm going to need additional facilities and ability to do this in another place than, than home where I've got studios and home and everything I need. And I said to the Lord, Lord, if you want me to do this, uh, I don't have the financial means myself uh, or the ministry doesn't have the financial means Lord, you're going to have to provide me with a studio. You're going to have to provide me with somewhere to live, an apartment to live in. And you're going to have to provide me with a car. And I don't have the funds for those. Well, I traveled to another city and I agreed to meet with three people. One of them was a lawyer, a very godly man. And I shared with him what had been happening. We talked a lot. I never went into any great detail other than I felt like the Lord stirring me. I never told him really about our needs or anything else like that. And at, toward the end of the conversation, he said, well, I have an apartment. And if you pay the electricity, uh, you could have it and you could and for you, Rosemary, and you could call it your home and it would be yours to use. And I was amazed. And then I met a uh, later in the day, I met a couple of accountants who a couple of years ago I met through the ministry. And back then they said, if you're ever in our city, uh, you can you can use our facilities if you need to for some reason. And they offered me some space, but at the time I didn't need it. Well, I met them again the same day that I'd met the lawyer. And again, these two, are two men are two godly people and their wives. And, and they, they said, you know, we've got all this space and what we offered you a couple of years ago, you didn't use, but we haven't been able to rent it either, which is strange. 
And uh, one of them said, we believe that's because God wants you to have it. And so all of a sudden we have the ability to set up offices and, and a studio for us to be able to record. And later in the day, another man that I had never met, but was having conversation with, and I told him about these two things that had happened. And he came along and he said, well, he said, can I figure out how you get a car and all within the space of one day. And these are normal ways that God works in our lives. And many of you would have experienced these occurrences where the extraordinary takes place in our life. And it's, it's, it's not meant to be uh, extraordinary in the, in the sense of it doesn't happen often, but God desires to be with us. And how does all of that take place? Through the Holy Spirit in our life, that these amazing things occur. And because God blesses, then there's responsibilities back and God tests and God uh, works with us and in us and we have to trust him. And there are times in my life when I've called out to God and said, God, if you want me to do that, uh, then you need to provide and God hasn't. And then there's other ways that he has. But this is the normal way we're meant to live. But there's a conflict that takes place within us between the flesh and the spirit, where the spirit wants to lead and guide us. The flesh in us saying, well, God doesn't do those things. The flesh in us says, do what you need to do. The flesh in, in us is always battling against what the Spirit wants. And the Christian life is about being someone who is led by the Holy Spirit, allows us to experience the victory and the power of Jesus and what He did for us and to know the love of the Father. And so our life is about submitting our lives to God and allowing the Holy Spirit to take up residence within us and to work within us. There are many of us that God wants to bless, that God wants to work in our life. And it's through the Holy Spirit that God wants to bless you today. Some of you are the parents of teenage children. That can be somewhat challenging at times for some of us. Right? We, Rosemary and I had five, child, five children and there were days when it was. But the Holy Spirit can guide you. The flesh would say, just do what you know to do and in terms of logic. But the Holy Spirit comes along and says, yes, but there's another way as well. Uh, in your business, if you're working in business, the Holy Spirit wants to guide you. If you're the owner of a business that's got to make decisions, the Holy Spirit will guide you. If you're someone that's retired, uh, the Holy Spirit will, uh, will guide you as to how to be retired as opposed to not just working any longer. The Holy Spirit seeks to be in our life, but it's this clash, this clash between our flesh, which is sin and wanting to go in our own direction, and allowing ourselves to grow more deeply in the Holy Spirit. And if we allow the Holy Spirit to come in our life, extraordinary things occur in our life, like these three occurrences from people I did not know and I had not even met before the day. And I did not tell uh, in great detail, other than I was thinking about, I feel I need to do some different things, but without even, and then I walk into these godly people that God is using in their life. That's amazing. And, but we're meant to live amazing lives with the power of God in our life. It's like the people I was talking about a couple of days ago, someone who came along and said, you know, I want to help the ministry proclaim the gospel further and said, you know, through these next couple of weeks, whatever anybody gives, I'll double. You know, I'll match what anybody gives from all of the people that are giving. Uh, that's an incredible blessing to us. It's the Holy Spirit who, do, who, who works in that way. The Lord asked me to do this work, then it's the, Lord's, the Lord has to make it work because I haven't got the ability to. 
See, to walk in the Holy Spirit is to be walking in a life of trust. And you and I are called to do that all the time. I just happen to work in church work. And so we can fall into the trap of saying, that's all well and good for you, Bruce, but you work in church stuff. And you're do- it, it's not like that out here in the real world. That's not true. The Holy Spirit seeks to be part of our everyday life, no matter where we are. And that can happen in your life as well. So to everybody who has stepped out, people I've never met before and have offered their help and assistance, uh, thank you. And many more people, many more people will be blessed around the world because of what you have done. But can I say this to you? I share this story not to say, look at what God has done for me, which we should share those stories because it builds faith. Uh, Romans 10, 17 says, faith is built by what we hear. So I share the story to build our faith. But this is the way these things are meant to happen in your life all the time. If you have eyes to see and you have a heart to uh, be open to it and you've got ears to hear. Allow the Holy Spirit to bless you today. Loving God, I thank you today that the Holy Spirit wants to be in all of our lives. Allow us to battle, Lord God, to put you first in our life, that battle between the flesh and the spirit. Allow us to win that battle because you've already won it and to be transformed by the spirit within us. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. Thank you for your love and goodness. And I pray wherever you are that you know that God is never far from you.